everybody, it's your host Megan, and welcome back to my podcast, Peachy Gamer. Today I will be covering the wonderful topic of the mobile game, Pokemon Go. Before I get into any nitty gritty about the gameplay, I would like to provide a brief overview of what Pokemon Go is for those of you that don't know anything about the game. Pokemon Go is a free smartphone application that combines gaming with the real world. It was published by Niantic in collaboration with the Pokemon Company for Android and iOS devices back in 2016. The basis of the game is you create your character, pick a team, and in the game there are three teams, Mystic, Valor, and Instinct. And then you go out in the real world with your phone and catch Pokemon that pop up in the wild. And Pokemon are just little cartoon creatures that you can collect. And once you collect Pokemon, you can go battle other players at gym. So like if you're Team Mystic, you can go buy, fight someone that is Team Instinct. And then you can also just fight your friends. And then you can battle stronger Pokemon in raids, as well as battle Team Rocket. And there's much more little features that the game holds. Now to my favorite part of this episode, explaining my own experiences with Pokemon Go. So Pokemon Go, as I mentioned, has been out since 2016, and I remember when the game first came out, I was like, heck yeah, and I installed it so fast and got that baby and made my profile, but then I realized that I don't go anywhere, so I couldn't really play Pokemon Go to the extent that most people do, so I uninstalled it. But recently, one of my friends, he plays all the time, and he goes to locations and stuff like that. And finally, he coerced me into getting Pokemon Go. Thank you, Victor. It has been addictive and fun. And so with that, I would like to explain what I've experienced over the past month of playing Pokemon Go, because technically this is my first real experience since back then I downloaded the game and probably had it for a few days and gave up because I couldn't really do anything because there was no Pokestops near my house that I could walk to, as well as no gyms, raids, nothing. So basically I was just like, well, I have an app that's useless to me right now, even though the idea is cool. So right now what I can say from my experience is that it's been good and it's getting me out of the house more. So almost every weekend, me and my best buddy Victor have been going out to this little mall area and we walk up and down the road, well not the road, the sidewalk, and we go and defeat all the gyms that's not our team because we're Team Mystic and we put our Pokemon inside of it and yesterday we actually did a raid together and we won. Congratulations us. And that was pretty fun because, um, as I'll mention later in the video as well, I'm going to be talking about um, negatives like how I spent like an entire day trying to get a raid Pokemon on Friday of last week, but I'll get more into that later. But overall, I really like Pokemon Go. Like, it's gotten me to be more active, a lot of the Pokemon are really cute, and I've played Pokemon Go almost my- uh, not Pokemon Go, Pokemon in general almost my entire life. Like, ever since I was a kid, I had uh, Pokemon, the blue version, on my Game Boy, and then I had Pokemon on the DS, and then I was just always playing Pokemon, and the newer systems, I didn't get a chance to play Pokemon because systems are expensive and my family has gone to the point where they're like we're not gonna buy you a system because you have a computer so I can't really play all of the new 
Pokemon games, so Pokemon Go is a good access for me to get back into Pokemon. But it's just been fun. There's like little irritations like the catching system because sometimes I'm bad at throwing the Pokeball at them and so I miss them. And just the fact that like with that you miss the Pokeball or they break out of the Pokeball. You only get so many Pokeballs because I, you're, you have so much storage. I mean, if you continuously buy storage and continuously rotate stops to get more Pokeballs, then yeah, you have unlimited, or if you keep buying them, you have unlimited, but that's money. So if you're a free player like me for the most part, you want to be like, oh, let's spend as many stops as I can, get as many Pokeballs as I can to hold myself over. But that can be kind of sad because I live in the dorms and I can't really do anything here. We have like one Pokestop on campus that I can go to. So if I run, a run out of Pokeballs, I'm basically screwed until another point that I walk out all the way across campus to go spend a Pokestop. But besides my lack of like resources that I can walk to in my current area, it is still fun to play every weekend because it gives me the exercise that I need, it's just fun to hang out with friends, and it's fun to battle other trainers because it gives me an experience of what does well in the competitive community, and I think it's just a really fun game and I feel like everyone should play it. And that's pretty much my experience so far, it hasn't really been negative. The only things is just like the Pokeballs and the raids, like, but those are just like personal preferences for me that I, I just don't dis I dislike. As well as like the trading system, because if you don't know anything about Pokemon Go's trading system, so what it is is you and a friend can trade Pokemon with each other, but after a Pokemon is traded, you can no longer trade it again. And the thing is, I can give my friend like a three-star Pokemon and then he gives me something of lesser value and both of them can end up turning out really bad because it's just the luck of a draw when you're trading Pokemon. Because trading is not necessarily trading. You're just giving them the Pokemon, but the stats can be altered. So if I give them a really good Pokemon, there's also a chance that it won't be good once it gets to them. And so like that's the thing I've also had like a little iffy about. But also I understand because if people were just tra constantly trading a certain Pokemon to get better stats then that would be abusive of the system. As well as trading like legendary Pokemon that are super high if you have multiple and giving it to someone who doesn't have one. I feel like that's kind of taking advantage of the game. But it's also kind of poopy if you're trying to trade lower Pokemon to get better versions of them and you just get out of luck all the time. Maybe they could do something for the lower Pokemon, but besides like those few things, I've had a good time. I haven't really been angry while playing, it's actually cool and we get excited when there's new Pokemon that pop up and it just gets me out of the house and I feel like if you have a hard time getting out of the house but you have a phone and you like playing Pokemon or just anything on the mobile device that you have then I would suggest like getting with a group of friends and downloading Pokemon Go and just going out there and catching Pokemon and fighting Team Rocket and battles and everything because honestly for me like it's been a fun experience and I feel like other people should try it at least and if you don't like it that's cool but like at least get out there and try something new kind of like I did when I downloaded Pokemon Go for the first time. And with that, with my all my explanation of my experience I would like to take a break and have a little ad from our sponsors, Raid Shadow Legends. 
Raid Shadow Legends is an immersive online experience with everything you expect from a brand new RPG title. It's got an amazing storyline, awesome 3D graphics, giant boss fights, PvP battles, and hundreds of never before seen champions to collect and customize. I never expected to get this level of performance out of a mobile game, and if you download the app you can see how crazy the level of detail is on the champions. Great Shadow Legends is getting big real fast, so you should definitely get in early. Starting now will give you a huge head start. There's also an upcoming special launch tournament with crazy prizes, and not to mention, this game is absolutely free. And so go ahead and search online, there's hundreds of special codes out there that you can use to unlock special goodies, and with the code you can get 50,000 silver immediately, and a free epic level champion is part of the new players program courtesy of course by the Raid Shadow Legend developers. I feel like my overall experience of Pokemon Go has been pretty positive, you know, as you've experienced through me talking about my experience for the past few minutes, but I would also like to mention the negative side that comes with Pokemon Go, and so without further ado, I will read to you a negative Reddit post about the new things that are happening in Pokemon Go right now. So the Reddit article is called Pokemon Go is starting to feel like a sociology experiment, and it's by u slash man of steel 9979. And they said, last night they dropped an announcement that March will create a month where every single day is a micro-event. Spotlight hour Tuesday, dinner hour Wednesday, bonus hour Thursday, Friday through Monday are exclusive events where at least two different ones are taking place simultaneously, and a community day still to be officially announced somewhere in the middle of everything. To the large majority of the player base, this is immensely overwhelming. Many players in the communities are OCD collector types, or which is what makes the game so fun to play and addictive. I can see how much it will drive people up the wall to see so much thrown at them at once. I've seen people responding, just don't play every day, but then you don't understand compulsive and addictive behavior. The exclusivity is the main problem. Dark Ride can't be traded, so if you can't play that weekend, you cannot just trade for it. No other way of obtaining it. Lugia had just had a recent re-release weekend, to already bring it back and with that move that will no doubt make it better renders the waste of time, money, and resources people just made obsolete. There's also the rural element where players are farther and fewer between. Sure, those of us living in cities, we can pick and choose, but to them, they will miss out on a lot and not by choice. Trading isn't a viable option to many because not everyone's lives is in a benevolent, perfect community where if they want or need something, they can just ask for it without being taken to the woodshed in return. Scarcity ups rarity and in turn values so the ones that can be traded will be completely overvalued in most cases. This is just a small sample of everything that's weird and harrowing about last night's info bomb. It's also as if it's being done to observe human behavior and see how people react and create a huge divide between the casual, it's not a big deal types and the OCD collectors. Just seems like the game has taken a sharp turn in a new direction, doesn't feel as good or as fun as it used to anymore, and sure that's just my opinion and others might be over the moon, but instead of tearing each other apart in the threads, we should be trying to look past our own perspective and try to sympathize with another's. So I agree with this post about collections and the new update where they're doing rare things all the time because for me like I live in the dorms so like I can't go attend these events like I don't have transportation so for me it would be like sad to see all these people collecting all these different things because they just keep throwing events at us and that's what they're trying to explain like there's people that 
are OCD about collecting all these things and want to fill up their entire Pokédex and get all these rare exclusive things, but with them not having a chance and it's like happening almost every day, it renders them like a feeling of obsoleteness. They're like, dang it, like I couldn't get it, like I feel useless now or something. And it just makes people feel bad that they can't catch certain Pokemon. That was the case this weekend for me. Like we were trying to catch Mewtwo because it was a legendary and no, not a legendary, I would guess it could be a legendary, but it was like a five star raid and you couldn't fight a five star raid with just four people, especially with our levels. We were all like level 20 or below. So we couldn't actually get it and we tried and we really couldn't do anything. And we couldn't even do like a smaller raid either because the higher level you are and the more higher CP Pokemon you have, which is combat power, the better you are at having a chance at winning rates. So implementing all these different things and events that people can't go to or some people can go to, it's just a way of being like, people are gonna be uproaring about it and being like, hey, um, I couldn't get this Pokemon. Why are you doing all these special events now? Like, yeah, it's cool, but also half the people can't get them. So it's just a matter of transportation issues, like having accessibility to these things. And another issue that has arised that players have been complaining about is the Pokemon that are currently for the special event because Pokemon's having like a celebration right now and so they have like Pikachus and Eevees wearing party hats and they're really cute. But the thing is you can't evolve them and that's a big thing for people because these um, Pokemon that you catch can evolve into different types. But if they have a party hat on them, Pokemon Go is like, now they can't evolve. But apparently in the past, at other events, these party hat Pokemon could be evolved. So this is hindering people that maybe are new to the game and they're like, oh, cute party hat. And now they can't evolve it, but people in the past were able to. And so it's kind of like a, why did they get it and I didn't? And like, why are you taking this away? So right now there's a couple things that Pokemon Go has been implementing that's really causing a stir within the community. And I feel like should be looked at again to make sure that we as a community can have a better experience, especially for those who won't be able to attend all the new events that they're implementing which probably makes the pokemon less special as well as they won't some won't be able to be traded so you can't actually get them at all if you have to wait another year or wait so long to get it again and then things like the pokemon not being able to be evolved and another thing that i would like to mention as well on the negative side is the battle system I don't know if it's glitched out, but there's different leagues you can fight in and they're all based on like your Pokemon that have certain combat powers. And for me, like my Pokemon, no one is above 2000 CP, but it's throwing me in like the Ultra League. And the Ultra League, you can have any level CP Pokemon. So like I've been facing people with like 3000 CP and I'm like, well, because I can't really do anything against that because my Pokemon are barely 2,000 and haven't even hit 2,000 yet. But I can't even fight in lower leagues and I don't know if this is a glitch in the system. Other friends have been having this issue as well. So we've been sending in report tickets. So there seems just to be a lot of things that Niantic needs to work on right now with their game. Instead of implementing new things like the special events that seems to be causing an uproar in the community right now.
Oh boy, you heard that sound? You know what that means. It's time for another League of Legends update corner. There hasn't been any major changes in the game, but I would like to talk about something that I left out in last week's episode, as well as touch on what's currently happening in North America's League Championship series. The first thing I want to mention is from last week, as I mentioned, and it is that the mystery discounts are up right now, so if you haven't played in a minute, you might want to go look at those to see if you have a spicy discount on a skin that you might have been waiting for. The second and last thing I would like to mention is the results from the League Championship Series from yesterday, March 1st. And how the League Championship Series works is the person with the most wins basically ends up going towards the World Championship Series, and I believe that's how it works. So yesterday at 2pm, Team Liquid won against 100 Thieves, putting Team Liquid at 6 wins, 6 losses, and 100 Thieves at 5 wins, 7 losses. At 3pm, Dignitas lost against FlyQuest, putting Dignitas at 5 wins, 6 losses, and FlyQuest at 8 wins, 4 losses. At 4pm, CounterLogic Gaming won against TSM, putting CounterLogic at 2 wins, 9 losses, and TSM at 6 wins and 6 losses. And finally, at 5pm, the last game for North America of the day was Evil Geniuses versus Golden Guardians, and Evil Geniuses won, putting them at 5 wins and 7 losses, and Golden Guardians at 5 wins and 7 losses. And it looks like there we have a tie situation. So we'll see what happens in that and see who comes out as victor. Even if they don't get into the world championships or are the top dogs, it'd still be interesting to see who comes above since they are at equal score right now. And now we move on to games of today. On March, today, March 2nd, and at 7.30 p.m., we have Immortals, and they're going to be up against Counter Logic Gaming. And then at 8.30 p.m., we have Cloud9 up against Dignitas. And I saw a game of Cloud9s on Saturday, and Wu Wee Diginitis better be careful because Cloud9 seems to be bringing the heat this season. Like the game they played was like jam packed, and they came off strong. And especially since Dignitas lost yesterday, let's see how they feel today, and maybe they can bring their spirit back and possibly beat Cloud9. But I think Cloud9 is undefeated at the moment, so it would be interesting to watch to see what happens in today's game. Well, that's all for this episode, and like I did in the previous episode, I gave a shout out to a gaming channel that I've been liking. And the one I'm giving a shout out for this week is actually an Animal Crossing channel, so I should have just shouted them out last week, but I didn't really think about it. But the channel I'd like to shout out is Crossing Channel, and it's ran by this guy that does really cool videos. He does snippets and features of Animal Crossing in cute styles, and typically they're like shorter videos than normal, like around one minute, but that keeps your attention, and they're just really cute. So again, his name is Crossing Channel on YouTube, and that's spelled C-R-O-S-S-I-N-G space C-H-A-N-N-E-L. And if you liked hearing me talk about Pokemon Go and League of Legends today, then feel free to stay tuned for my new episodes that come out roughly every week, and I hope you have a good day. Goodbye!